This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And I don't know if you can tell, but my voice is morning voice because I am two hours before Bobby because I'm currently coming to you live from Santa Fe. That's live. amazing. Not live for you, like live for Bobby, I guess. How Santa Fe? It's so beautiful. Shout out um, Emily and John for where I am, the most beautiful place. Um, that's like the side note to what I really want to talk about quickly. Mm-hmm which is that yesterday I went on a little road trip to Roswell, New Mexico, Mm -hmm. which you might know from the hit TV show Roswell on the CW or UPN. I forget what it was when that was out. Do you remember? UPN? I think UPN. Uh, I think it turned into CW at one point during its run. But it was definitely UPN when it started. Uh, And I went to the famed UFO research Society Research Institute of America, whatever it's called, the UFO mm-hmm. Research Center, the only thing in town, basically. Um, and I and I had a great time. Um, also, Nick Jonas uh, believes in aliens, so I thought it was relevant to talk about because yeah. in yeah. Los Angeles Magazine, um, there's an article called "Nick Jonas Believes in Aliens: Michelle Obama and the Power of Fried Chicken." You are on so board. when I was 14, maybe I was in my backyard playing basketball with some friends, and I looked up in the sky, and there was three flying saucers. Really? So this is Hollywood, and everyone was like, it's a movie, it's a movie set. And I was convinced it was real, and, and I looked up online, uh, and there was three identical sightings in other states. Wow. And uh, so I'm a firm believer in aliens. Gotcha. And terrestrial life. Um, Demi also said she believes in mermaids. Do you believe in that? I, I think I'm going to have to talk to her about that. Yeah, that's, that's And it's great, because they just say, um, you believe in aliens. And he says, that's true. And then they say, who is someone you'd take with you if you were abducted? And here's the thing. He says Jack Black because he's promoting Jumanji. But here's the thing. <laughs> After going to the UFO museum in Roswell, I now know as like a UFO expert, you can't just take somebody with you if you're abducted. That's not how being abducted works. Like tell the alien, one second, <laughs> let me call my friend. It's not I gotta like, call Lindsay because I really want Lindsay to come up and see it's this. It's not like the desert island where it's like, what record would you want to listen to for like if you were trapped on a desert? First of all, you don't get to do that either, FYI. You don't get Mm-mm. to take – it's not like, oh, you're oh you're going on a trip. You're going to get trapped on a desert island. So you, been, you might as well take the one album you love and like your favorite book. Yeah, like Tom Hanks didn't get a chance to choose what he brought with him on the island. No. He just had to deal with the, with the volleyball and the locket that he had of Helen Hunt. Right. Like, it wasn't some, like, game that was like, what would Tom Hanks pick if he was stranded? What picture would you put in the pocket watch if you were stranded on a desert island? He wasn't it like would, Helen Hunt. Would not would not be Chet Hayes. It would not be that son, <laughs> I'll tell you that. Anyways, I had a really good time at the museum. I sent mm-hmm. Bobby all of the photos of, like, the culturally interesting things I found there, including my favorite thing that I found mm-hmm. there, which was a signed War of the Worlds poster in the mm-hmm. cult. There was like a culture section that was like, these are things that aliens have been in, like in movies and TV. Like, did you know there was a made for TV movie on Showtime starring Kyle McLaughlin called Roswell, which is the was the first like Roswell movie? Story. No, I didn't know that. It was Kyle McLaughlin and... Um, it's like the 80s or something? Yeah, extremely. And they had the museum. Of course, I don't know who else would want it. They had the like alien autopsy set from the movie, like very proudly. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're like, here it is, the set from Roswell, the movie. Mm-hmm, and it was like, mm-hmm. this movie came out like on TV. No one saw it. 
I know what I saw, and it was not from this world. You have nothing. Martin Sheen. Kyle McLaughlin. Roswell. Point is, they also had a poster from the TV show Roswell, which I appreciated. No one had signed it. I don't think anyone from the TV show. I don't think Sherry Appleby was, has visited was Roswell. Heigl there. She was on the poster, yeah, but I don't think she's ever been there. You know, Colin Hanks was in that too, right? He was. Um, also, great. I watched the pilot again just like to prepare myself because you know I just love to be like prepared. Mm-hmm. And the crash down where they work, the diner was an actual diner, and Gab and I met. The guy whose daughter owned it, she had to shut it down uh, eight years ago. Oh, but like there was a crash on diner and he told us that he was at the first Roswell, he helped plan the first Roswell festival, like the UFO festival, like it, mm-hmm. I think in like the early 90s. And you know, did you have you ever seen the show Roswell? I never watched it, no. So in the first episode, they have like a fest or like a party and they have this big thing where they crash a flying saucer, like a float kind of, they crash it down mm-hmm. a mountain. That actually was a thing that they did. They oh, made fun. floats and they crashed them down the mountain. Anyways. Here with me is the title song to that, right? Yeah. I know that even though I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, oh, I back to the world of, so there was this like culture section and there were these three posters on a wall, like just by themselves. It was truly wild. It was the War of the Worlds, the original one. Um, then the War of the Worlds, the H.G. Wells one. And then and the war. Of- what do you mean? It's all H.G. Wells. What are you talking about? No, the like, the there's like three remakes of it. Well, there's the Steven Spielberg one with Tom Cruise. What I'm telling you is that there are three different like remakes. Of, like there's like a bunch of War of the Worlds movies, right? Mm-hmm. And the newest one is the Tom Cruise War of the Worlds. Right. Yeah. But the Roswell Museum only has this weird poster, not featuring Tom Cruise, featuring two old people who, who maybe I think had play his one bro- scene. I think they play his parents, his in-laws. And apparently, and the I think woman, they're in one one scene. Yeah. I think the woman like visited the museum because she had signed it, and also this like poster definitely was like made for this because <laughs> there's no poster of War of the Worlds that like features this couple on the poster. Printed on some like Canon inkjet printer, like from 1999. And then the other thing was they had um, a VIP section that included all the like benefactors and then like some woman from Star Trek. That was it. And then wasn't they there had... a signed photo of D. Wallace from right? So E.T.? they the only like they had a post a, a signed photo of D. Wallace from ET <laughs> just hanging. And there. she put a smiley face underneath. They just. <laughs> Not even D. Wallace with E.T. There are scenes where they're in the frame together. It's D. Wallace holding Drew Barrymore. Yeah, which is fine. Uh, I'm telling you, the, alien on it. the VIP section was not, like, it really, it wasn't very VIP. And the same day that I was at Roswell, literally the New York Times had an entire expose about, like, spending on secret government projects. Did you on, that? like, UFO projects, yeah. Yeah. So and they shut saying, it down. Just saying. Also, no one there cared. It was I mean, hilarious. Let me tell you something. Like, I did yeah. not read that entire New York Times piece, but I skimmed it, and I think aliens are real now. So it, You know what? It had three bylines, which means that aliens are real. Three <laughs> bylines. If it takes three people to uncover, like, Pentagon spending, there are aliens, for sure. <laughs> but it was just wild because I was there reading, like, the paranoid 
the paranoid testimonials from like every person who's ever like maybe seen like a light in the sky. That's the mm-hmm. entire museum. And then I like open up my New York Times app and it's like aliens are real. And you're like, oh my God, these <laughs> people were right. Whoa. Um, but I, I know it's been fun to talk about aliens and like the who adjacency, but we've spent eight minutes on it and I really need to get into the love advent calendar. Oh, who now? I just need to catch up in the days that we haven't spoken about. And there are a lot. Okay. So let me just go through it really quickly. Okay. And I'm going to use this. Fine. I was in the New York Daily News and they had this horrendous slideshow with like all of the Love Advent. Because the Love Advent calendar website is honest, like obviously a nightmare Whoever to made the Daily Mail, the Daily News slideshow function should like go to jail. <laughs> it's so bad. Can it's we so like bad. sue them I, I almost for had bad a experience? Yeah. Can we like actually send them to jail? I feel like Bobby almost lost his mind looking at that slideshow. Clicking through that slideshow was terrible. Here we go. So we've, we've, we've seen Rita. We've seen the first like eight days. Let's just catch up really quickly before we get into the, the big stuff of the week. Dutzenkrotz. Day really? nine. Dutzenkrotz. I'm going to read from, this is all quoting from the I Daily News. I think you're news. pronouncing it wrong even though you're doing it with a funny Dutzenkrotz accent. Dutzenkrotz got to incorporate her regular workout routine <laughs> into her day nine shoot where she expertly jumped rope on an agent provocateur swimsuit. I really love the boxing theme for this year because it was such a sexy and playful idea. <laughs> I usually train jumping rope, so I really got into it and turned it into a real workout. Even showing off my moves a few times. Okay, so I'm sorry. Showing off my moves. It's a jump rope. There are many moves. Also, like, she boxed or she jump roped? Oh, she did, she did like, both. the boxing jump. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. Day 10, Taylor Hill. Taylor Hill put her limber limbs and gymnastic skills to the test for day 10 of the 2017 calendar. They're going to run out of stuff. The 21-year-old model posed for last year's calendar and continued the tradition. Every year it's a blast, but this year was an incredible surprise, she told Love. To me, I feel like empowering women to be sexy in who they are. Um, for themselves, no one else. Gigi Hadid, day 11. Gigi Hadid spiked volleyballs through punches and did some high kicks for her freestyle workout. Wait, See, they, they, made, they're, they gave they're Gigi the Hadid day 11? Wow. They gave her day 11, and all they're doing is working out. It's so boring. I can't even Well, they're just, like, running thing. out. Ever since, like, spaghetti, they're just running out. Like they're But then remember, it says Hadid out. wasn't afraid to show up her underarm hair throughout the video. But then she admitted, like, a day later that it wasn't underarm hair. It was, like, that fuzz was the most, from her sweater or something. That was the most amazing. She blamed the stylist on, like, that it looked like she had underarm hair. Amazing. So it was like, oh, my God, Gigi Hadid empowers women for showing off her underarm hair. And Gigi Hadid was like, wait a second. I would never show underarm hair. <laughs> never say it would show underarm hair. I would hair. never empower women like that. Um, also, okay. did you see that Page Six wrote an article called Sexy Spaghetti Shoots Are Apparently a Thing Now? So, like, we aren't the only ones obsessed with, like, spaghetti, sexy spaghetti. Okay, well, no, but that's good to know. We have five days left. Okay, so hold on. Barbara Palvin, don't know who mm-hmm. she is, but she rang in day 12 of the Love Advent calendar with a few swings around a pole. Um, she said, the concepts are always very creative. You never know what they will surprise you with. They're not. Okay. She wore Burberry lingerie. Here we go. Haley Baldwin, day 13. Ooh. She was in a boxing ring. She wore Wait, lace so lingerie. so it's always boxing. It's always boxing. Okay. Because um, the theme this year is like strength, I guess, oh. which sort of shoehorns them. Um, anyway, Jasmine Sanders, day 14. She did sit-ups. <laughs> this is getting so boring, but I love it. I love the Advent because it's a fun, festive way to celebrate a successful year with the hottest women in the world and count down the holidays. I, I love celebrating the hottest women in the world and then counting down at the holidays. I hate doing them both separately because I don't have enough time. I need that combined. Day 15, Winnie Harlow. Interesting. Uh-huh. Her first time here. Uh-huh. Um, what she do? was She was Jump? in a cream-colored lingerie set, and she showed off her flexibility as she stretched. She stretched she's, her arms and legs. Oh, she stretched. She stretched. She okay. stretched. Um, but she said she felt a lot of energy in the room as she was stretching. Um, day 16, our last one, then we're up to date, Stella Maxwell. What did she do? She wore an exercise bike in a gray lace lingerie set. 
she says, shooting the advent calendar is always fun, and you never know quite to what, what quite what to expect. Wait, everyone said the same thing. Yeah, it's you know exactly what to expect. They t- like it's very easy to know what to expect. Also, I feel like if they're doing strength as a theme, they should look around and know that like the extremely on trend thing is powerlifting, women powerlifting, and they should all be doing powerlifting. Clearly, don't you think? Okay. If you think they're, if you think the Love Advent Calendar creatives are like looking around, you're out of your mind. They're doing just, the same thing. Up. Oh, as though they're observing like what's going on in the cultural moment. Like they're not, they don't see beyond their nose. They're late, like doing sit-ups. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but great. we're done. So I think we still we need to like play the theme song here. You or Jayla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanna know. Um, this is my favorite Me Too story, um, which is Jason Priestley. I punched Harvey Weinstein in the face in 1995. Thank you, Jason Priestley. I, I love this because you expect it. You expect going into it that maybe he was like defending some woman, or he got involved. Like he noticed Harvey doing something like despicable, and then he punched right. him in the face. But it's like no, no he just got mad at Harvey. When like I Harvey Weinstein him was like, face. "Leave my party," and Jason was like, "No," and Harvey was like, "No, don't leave." And Jason was like, "You told me to leave," and then he's like, "Let's take this outside," and Jason's like, "No." <laughs> That's it. He punched him in the face. And that's the story. Yeah, great. Top headline in Us Weekly. There's nothing even related to harassment in this. No. And guess what Us Weekly uh, categorizes as a feud? As if, like, it's the big feud. Jason Priestley versus (laughs) Harvey Weinstein. It's like, okay, cool. Let's focus on that one. Like, not the million other women who are like, Harvey Weinstein is terrible. Jason Priestley Mm -hmm. punched him in the face. Great, 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 great. But I I love that he did this because he was responding to a random fan on Twitter named Crystal Parodies. Right. Hater 872 on Twitter. And well, did he, t- he originally tweeted like Harvey Weinstein's bad or something? And she was like, tell me more. She goes, more to the story? Just some <laughs> random woman. Her bio is, life is too short to hate. Wait, her Twitter name is Haterade and it's about Hater 872. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, love um, it. Let's move on. She's 24 followers and yet Jason's, Jason Priestley <laughs> opened up about the time he punched Harvey Weinstein in the face to her. The best among tabloids like get tweets but that are like replies like they find yeah. the replies or whatever I mean obviously it's not hard to find replies but from celebrities but they still get attention it's just funny when it is a reply and you're like oh okay cool this made the mm-hmm. news um what's next oh what's happening here this like horrendous thing I can't figure out if it's real or not but I think it's real like it couldn't be fake how would you fake this I think it's real too Pete Davidson the guy on SNL who's like kind of the stoner type who dates Larry David's daughter mm-hmm. Cassie 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 that's the most that's the best most succinct possible definition of I don't know like how else like what other defining how else would you how else would you kind of stoner guy who dates Larry David's daughter perfect you know um he apparently got a really big seeming Hillary Clinton tattoo and not like her name signed or like like you know you would think like okay Bobby if I said someone got a Hillary Clinton tattoo what would you think I I would think it would be that the Hillary the H logo maybe Right? Or like you worked on her campaign and you wanted something mm-hmm. to remember about. No, it's her like literally yeah. a portrait of her. Like a young. Like a mid-90s Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Complete with like like pearl necklace detail. Did you mm-hmm. see how? Yeah. And no, I it's can't like, tell. I it's think shimmering. it's on his arm. It looks like the back of his calf, actually. That looks like a leg. The back of your calf is a portrait of Hillary Clinton? That's what you want? I can't want? tell if it's the back of the calf or the back of the arm. And I like Hillary Clinton. That's not this. That's not the point. The point is, portrait of Hillary Clinton on your calf. Like, it's mm-hmm. that's not... Oh, right leg. It's on his right leg, yeah. So on it's his, weird his right because yeah. at first I was like, this cannot be real. But then you, like, go to his Instagram and it gets even weirder. It's his only Instagram photo. Like, he deleted the rest or... 
Do you know what I mean? Like, it's the only oh, one. Oh, yeah, it's the only one there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, is this like a joke? But it's not. But and then, of course. Hillary responded. Well, I know. That's why I'm kind of like, we're too far to for it to be a joke. Because Hillary responded, thanks, Pete Davidson. This makes it significantly less awkward that I've had a Pete Davidson tattoo for years. But seriously, I'm honored. Merry Christmas. Love Hillary for making a joke that she had a Pete Davidson tattoo. Because that's really <laughs> even funnier than um, Pete imagine, Davidson having a Hillary Also, like, imagine one of her staffers having to explain Pete Davidson. Like, no, this is worth ex- – you should – you get shit like this all the time, but this would be funny if you responded to it. And she's like, Wait, I'm sorry, like, who? What? Right, like like a staffer going up to her and being like, hey, Hill, um, just like a quick thing. Uh, this cast member named Pete Davidson, he's dating Larry David's daughter. He's like the stoner <laughs> one. Yeah, he got a tattoo of an old picture of you on his leg. She's can like, you approve this what? copy for your for your comment? Like, is this okay, this joke? Oh, my God. Like, can you approve this copy? <laughs> can you approve your comment copy, Hill? Thank you. She's thank like, you. I don't know. She's like, do I have to get a Pete Davidson tattoo now? Hillary's just like, I'll do whatever. I don't care. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I guess somebody had to explain to Hillary Clinton who Pete Davidson was, which makes the story even better. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good um, imagining that. What else happened this week? Uh, Jinger. Nope. Jinger visited. Nope. <laughs> Jinger it's Duggar. N- nope. We hate talking about the Duggars. It's but not Jinger. I'm sorry. Ever. Ginger. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> G- fuck. Oh my god. I would. No. That was. That was earnest. I really I know. did. I was. That's oh why I was god. like laughing. <laughs> Ginger. Oh my god. Ginger Duggar visited the Magnolia Market in Waco. Um, for those of you who don't know, Ginger Duggar is one of the 600 kids the Duggars have, and she apparently loves. Chip and Joe Gaines and went to the Magnolia Market, which, by the way, guys, is on pace to outperform the Alamo as Texas's like one of Texas's biggest tourist destinations. Are you so mad? No I'm one, furious. No one the remembers Alamo the Alamo. Look, the Alamo sucks. As a San Antonian, I can say the Alamo is like so boring. It's so deeply boring. Not only because like Texas lost, Texas lost that that fight. Um, and so it's like it a was, humiliating it like, relic. It's humiliating, of your, but then like, like being it losers. was destroyed. It was destroyed basically. Like it crumbled. It fell apart. Most of the Alamo what you see now is like a completely reconstructed facade. Like it's so fake. The Alamo is so fake, and it's so little. It's so dumb. Um, anyway, have I made the joke that it's like sad because the Alamo is like remember me? I'm the Alamo, and everyone's like, no, we're going to Waco. Imagine <laughs> yeah. like, going to Waco. <laughs> You're like, Bye. I'm going to Waco. Going to Waco instead. Going to Waco, which again is one of the worst cities in the world. Just one of the worst places in the world. But my it's favorite so part bad. about this piece, the radar article that like revealed that they'd gone to revealed, they put on their Instagram and they reported it that they'd gone to a Chip and Joanne's. Is at the end it says, um, "No word if the couple ran into Chip Gaines or Joanne Gaines or became friends with the famous DIY husband or wife." Like it's this great like. But because they're both like reality TV people, like yeah. maybe they met up. It's like they didn't meet up. Like they and did are you not kidding? meet up. If they met them, there would be Instagram evidence coming out the wazoo, okay, on Ginger's Instagram. All she wants in this world, apparently, is to meet Chip and Joanne. Chip and Joanne. Yeah. No, I don't care about – like it's funny because these are two like topics that I don't care about. But mixed together, I'm like, cool. <laughs> it's like if you don't watch ER or Friends, but you're like, I'm going to watch the ER Friends crossover for sure, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, this happens everywhere. This is just modern media. But the worst thing in the world is either doing it yourself or watching this happen. Someone who is quoting an Instagram caption or tweet in their normal, like, like journalistic copy. But this happens. This is like journalism now. It's awful. It's so awful. It just like 
Um, this Jeremy is what we captioned need. it lunch yeah. at the at Magnolia Silos at Ginger Vuolo got at Milo Waco. I went with at Vitex BBQ. Both said blah 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 blah, and then like confused face. Imagine having yeah. to put the confused face in your copy. That's a nightmare. Where's my like three bylined like radar online like alien deep dive? Like where's my you know like where's <laughs> that? You know I want that. Um, let's move on to this next one. What's going on here? Um, this is just funny. Like another radar online thing. I don't know why I'm like all over radar online today. You're all over radar. But apparently Kris Jenner finally trademarked the word momager, which I thought was really funny. Like after years and years, she trademarked momager, the word, but she Mm -hmm. like can't use it. It was like there was, she was denied her trademark request in 2015 and then they overruled it. Or something. Okay. So now she like has it. But the issue was that uh, I guess she can't use it on reality TV or something. There's mm-hmm. some like issue where she can only use it. I don't know. Can't wait for like the line of mugs that say momager. Point being in the same <laughs> article, which I totally missed, they were one to refer to a back article and they said, I guess I'm really like into space right now because I this immediately popped out to me. Ambitious Jenner even has plotted to take her Kardashian empire into outer space to visit our planet, Radar has learned. She's fascinated by space travel and is exploring the possibility of paying for her and selected family members selected to purchase a ticket aboard a shuttle, the spy told Radar, with cameras sure to be in toll. First of all, notice how Radar Online calls sources spies. Amazing. <laughs> They're good, yeah. <laughs> and also that like Chris Jenner is only taking selected family members to space not all of them only selected members which ones i mean which the new ones grandchildren you, I which the new ones grandchildren. do you think i think kim is like number one obviously for just comedy purposes kim's not gonna go to space what do you mean kim would never go to space why not no she wouldn't go she's so scared she's like she's not gonna go to space and i and i feel like it'd be like i it'll be courtney it'll be courtney, <laughs> I, Chris. I considered going to space but it's like i can't do that to my body i i spoke to my nutritionist about the effects of zero gravity on my body and i'm just afraid of uh of the but it side would be, effects it would be like a full episode lead up to kim deciding not to go to space <laughs> <laughs> yeah. courtney would go courtney would absolutely go with her like a uh, hot young boyfriend what's his name eunice he's not invited eunice he's not invited he'll go She's like, I'm only He's going to space invited. if you come. Also related, there was a great, oh, TMZ reported that uh, Sophia Ritchie is not going to be on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. In case you were Good. wondering, she's not. Great. That's it. Um, so I love this headline that you found. I want to read it verbatim because it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, Dasha Zukova is spending time with Stavros Niarchos III. <laughs> and then there's Do a photo you- of... There's a photo <laughs> of, of two miserable looking rich people. Um, yeah. Do you remember Stavros Niarchos? didn't he date like Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton and Paris Hilton yeah okay so I was right okay so I did remember them anyways Um, I don't know who Dasha is and I don't want to I don't care I don't know but the the way this is every once in a while I mean page six does this a lot but like this is just a perfect example of it where they assume you know everything about these people and that the only thing you care about in the world is Dasha Zakova and Stavros Niarchos and it says Dasha Zakova is moving on with Stavros Niarchos the third sources exclusively tell page six and she founded the gorgeous founder of Garage Magazine excuse me what what magazine excuse me she's also a shipping heir I love a shipping heir isn't he a shipping, a shipping heir, heir too? Such a, it's such an old school I like, think he's also uh, a shipping heir it's just an old school fortune way of getting your fortune. How do you become a shipping heir these days? You, I mean, like a ship, all shipping empires are so old, I guess is what I'm saying. So right. it's like, there aren't many of them left. No, like, it's true. You have to inherit. You have to, you have, you to, have to be an heir. You have to inherit a ship. <laughs> you a can't start ships. a new shipping company. And no, these aren't like ships, like pirate ships. Like they're like not good ships. They're like cargo ships that carry stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they use ship yeah. stuff. They're not ships. 
Um, but anyway, so it says Everyone's right like, here. Everyone's like, we knew. We knew that, Lindsay. Like, why are you? <laughs> God. Lindsay's like, they don't go on Zeppelins. It's not, they don't ship on it's Zeppelins. It's not like they cute sh- ships. It's like a bad ships. <laughs> God. It's like, uh, it's not the Virginia company. Also, do you um, love that so, when you say both their names, your mouth makes the same sounds? Dasha Zakova, Stavros, Niarkos. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I love this line. This is the best line. Okay. A source told page six of the pair, they've been friends for a long time, and they recently started spending time together. Did they not spend time together when they were friends for a long time? They just weren't friends. Yeah. They, I mean, they were friends. They just didn't spend time together. They were like pen pals or something. We have a new segment that Lindsay came up with that I love. Yeah. So on the, le- uh, the so as you might know, the uh, Meghan Markle Prince Harry wedding date has been set. It's May nineteenth, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's May nineteenth. Yeah. And I've decided that every week we're gonna pick the worst headline related to that because all I see now are bad stuff, bad headlines related to the upcoming marriage of Meghan Markle and Prince mm-hmm. Harry. Um, I don't know if you, I see them a oh, lot. Of course. Um, so every week we're going to, we're going to pick the worst one and kind of break it down in a segment we like to call the, what is it called? The most markless headline of the week. So this week's most markless headline of the week comes from TMZ, your friends. Um, and it is, uh, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's wedding date has a checkered past, which is truly a deranged place to take this. <laughs> um, which is great. So let me read you the uh, the headline or the, this story, the lead. This story. I mean, you just have to read the entire thing, and we have to put like like sad music in the background. I'll read read I'll the whole read thing it. front to back. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle did not choose their wedding date for any historical significance, dot dot dot. That is, unless they're both huge fans of the Kennedys or of the Buttafucos. You never know. We did some research, and the May 19th date of the royal nuptials has a past that could be labeled rather macabre. It's the date Amy Fisher shot and severely wounded Joey Buttafuco's wife in 1992. It is also the date that the first person died from the bird flu, (laughs) along with being the death date of T.E. Lawrence and Jackie Kennedy Onassis. And speaking of her, while we're there, May 19th, 1962 is the date Marilyn Monroe famously performed a sultry version of Happy Birthday for JFK, dot, 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 with the first lady in attendance. Then, just like, because we're not done, May 19th also saw an infamous beheading and the jailing of an Italian movie star. You get the picture. One Why didn't he note, get a name? Why didn't the Italian movie star get a name? Who cares? Because who cares about him? Read the last one. One positive note. Joey Ramone was born that day. Check out more below. What a good angle. I mean, I think it's a great angle. It's a good angle. It's a good angle. Um... It's just also so easy to find out what happened on a certain day, like just on the internet, you know? There, there are, I'm, I'm sure there are dozens of websites that yeah. are focused to like this day in history. So that's my favorite. Uh, that's the most uh, markless headline of the week by far. If, did you click the slideshow? <laughs> no, I refuse. Um, there were two that they didn't mention in the actual um, body of the story. One uh-huh. of them is um, May 19th, 1897. Oscar Wilde released from jail after two years. He cool. was in prison for cool. gross cool. indecency. Oh, um, okay, cool. And then uh, 
the last one, May 19, 1982, Sophia Loren goes to jail for 30 days for failing to report 5 million lira to the Italian government on her income tax return. <laughs> That's so good. Do we, do we need to talk about Anna Faris's new boyfriend? I feel like he might show up in the future. Michael Barrett, the cinematographer. She's going the, like, Julia Roberts route. I feel like you just did it. <laughs> That's yeah, all done. I need to know. What is okay, he did it? What is he cinematographered? Ted. Ted 2. A Million Ways to um, Die in the West. Me, wait, wait, excuse me. Ted 2 needed cinematography? Ted 1 <laughs> yeah, needed they cinematography? Need, they need someone operating the, the thing, you know. Like holding the boom mic or something? What is this? The camera. Cinematographer. So, so he, but okay, but like, what cinematography did Ted do need? You need someone to to operate the camera to tell you where to, what to do with the, like to to frame everything. <sighs> okay, whatever. It's okay, fine. Um, and he also uh, did a lot of TV at the beginning of his career. That's it. There's not much to say. I just saw it like so he's somewhere. Seth, on he's TNT. like a Seth MacFarlane bro. Okay, so yeah, they're dating. It like people think it was quick, but I feel like it wasn't quick because I feel like her and Chris Pratt have been broken up for a long, long, long time now, and mm-hmm. we just don't. We just like didn't know. Mm-hmm. And if he had That's dated first, too. that would have been a true nightmare for everyone involved. So she had to do it first, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, the rumor is that he cheated on her, so. Okay, fair. <laughs> so he wasn't allowed um, to date he, first. He, he wasn't allowed. Yeah, he wasn't allowed. Right. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? She's up to a lot, actually. She's at Art Basel, obviously. Well, she obviously, was. Art Basel over, right? Uh, it might still be going on. I like, don't this think might be the last. This might be the last day, actually. Okay, Rita was there. Um, somebody from the Daily Beast was there and wrote about the parties. And the best part mm-hmm. is they like very much gave Rita Ora a compliment. Can I read you this? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, they're like talking about parties. You don't care, whatever. And it says, by the time, but by the time I got there on the third and last day, uh, the bold faced club names, Wyclef Jean, Ricky Martin, Rita Ora had been and gone, but the mayhem remained. So he's saying like Rita Ora, big name of Basel. Yeah. Like Rita Ora, the one you want to see. L- like Rita Ora, Wyclef and Ricky Martin. The three I want to see Rita Ora more than I want to see. I want to see Rita Ora more than I want to see Ricky and Wyclef. I'll tell you that much. I definitely don't need to see Wyclef again. I met him once. He's fine. And then uh, Ricky Martin I would see. I would want to see him. And Rita Ora, yeah, she's definitely the draw. She's the most fun. I love – this is my favorite story of the week. She said that she eats salmon every morning. And she says, I always have egg whites with salmon every morning without fail. I don't eat anything else. Or I have like boiled eggs with salmon. I always have a bit of protein and I don't have normal scrambled eggs. I do egg whites. Okay, cool. Immediately when I read this, it reminded me of Mariah Carey. Did you remember this quote? I mean, from last year, Mariah Carey has talked about like food choices and food stuff for like a long time now. I mean, t- years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Mariah Carey has talked about food choices. So I don't That's remember a- this specific one. No. So funny. So last year she was being interviewed about something else. And then someone asked her about her diet. And she said, my diet, it's really hard. You would hate it. And then the interviewer was like, what is it? And he goes, all I eat, all I eat is Norwegian salmon and capers every day. And then she laughs and goes, that's it. How do you <laughs> eat like, that for every meal? And it's like the interviewer, they write it and it's like, they write it as saying that she joked. But it's like, if you know anything about Mariah Carey, not she's joking. not joking. Not joking. She's not joking. 
She eats also, Norwegian salmon and capers every day. And you that's have it. two fla- You have two food choices, and one of them is capers. <laughs> capers? Okay, fine, whatever. Also, it's not like she has two, only two. She puts mm-hmm. these restrictions on herself. Um, her new move- song is going to destroy us. I can't wait. Tell moving us about that. away, yeah. Um, she said apparently she gave an interview with Elite Daily or something, or Elite Daily like rounded up. I don't know. She definitely did give. I don't know if she gave an interview mm-hmm. to Elite Daily, and I refused to click. Um, it says that specifically fans look forward to uh, Soul Survivor, the opening song of the album. Um, that's cool. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, excited for that. Um, uh, the Daily Mail did some great Rita Ora reporting, as they always do. Here's a headline for you once it loads on my iPad. Uh, let's go. Oh, the what about how they both, she and Andrew Watt, both have the same phone case? One of your heroes? Uh, casual Rita Ora beams on date night with new boyfriend. He's not new. Andrew Wyatt. Nope. Andrew Watt. God, he's Andrew new to Watt. me, apparently. And matches her phone case to his David Bowie tattoo. Mm-hmm, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Her phone case was matched, matched to his David Bowie tattoo, um, which I just think we're both David Bowie stuff. I love it. Yeah. Anyway. And is that it? What else is happening? I don't I mean. I don't know. Oh, her movie Wonderwall will maybe never come out. Who knows? Oh, this cracked me up because, so they, like, you know how Wonderwall comes up, like, every six months because Carrie Fisher was in it? Mm-hmm. Because, like, Carrie Fisher died. Now Star Wars is out and everyone's like, her last movie. And some people are like, uh, actually, like, literally, the mm-hmm. IB Times shout out was like, actually, Carrie Fisher's last movie is this weird thing called Wonderwall that will never see the light of day. Um, mm-hmm. Wonderwell. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not called Wonderwall. It's called Wonderwell. <laughs> We should start a petition that's like, release Wonderwell. Release Wonderwell. Yeah, we need it. I need to see Wonderwell, but apparently um, it appears to have uh, been scheduled for 2017 release, though there is no official release date available for this drama. And then they like tell more about what it's about, which I don't even know if, if I knew this information. Um, Carrie Fisher plays Hazel, a mysterious woman who sends a troubled 12-year-old into her future. Blah, 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 blah. Rita Ora plays a fashion mogul in the film. And in June spoke out about spending time with Fisher before her death. This, this quote is, is amazing. This is a great Rita. Like Rita Ora is asked to talk about Carrie Fisher. And this is what she says. I was with her the day before she got on that flight. And it's just crazy. Wait, the flight to. The flight where she died. Oh, well, the flight when she had the heart attack. When Rita. she had the heart attack. Fucking yeah. Rita. She drank a lot of Coca-Cola. And we were like, loving that life on Coca-Cola. What? Mm-hmm. So Rita Ora's like contribution to the Carrie Fisher legacy is like Death they drank is... a lot of Coca Cola together. Mm-hmm. That's sweet, um... <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> we have plenty for this episode, and plenty that can be cut. Let me tell you. Don't say that. You're not let supposed to reveal me tell that. You. Let me tell you. This is supposed to be like authentic. You're supposed to be like, oh wow, like two authentic people like being authentic and not having their bad jokes cut. <laughs> We're authentic. We can be authentic and cut the bad stuff. Um, These people yeah. don't have time to listen to 45-minute-long podcasts. They Busy do, schedules. though. schedules. They do. No, no. No one has time to listen to long podcasts. Just because you sorry. don't. Um, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for rating and reviewing us on iTunes. I've noticed mm-hmm. that since we've been saying it again, people have actually been doing it. Yeah, I do love it. Which is amazing because like I mm-hmm. read all of them and I love them and we appreciate them. Like they help mm-hmm. a lot. They mean a lot. Um, and not on iTunes. It's called Apple Podcasts now. So like don't sue me, whatever, Apple, um, <laughs> for messing up your branding. Um what else? Uh, thanks to Katie and Eric of The Who's, as always. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you to uh, – is there anyone else? 
No. Congratulations to Candace Swanpool on your on your pregnancy. Pregnancy number two, and <laughs> I think we're done. Thank you, and have a great week. See you have on Thursday. Bye, Bye y'all. You will say that. That was a headgum podcast. It is also the date that the first person died from the bird flu. (laughs) 